0: Yes, two talented women from Drogheda have been using the time during lockdown very wisely indeed to work on a gorgeous book of poems and stories for children. The stories centre on a funny little boy called Thomas who gets up to all sorts of adventures. Now, although this is a work in progress at the moment, the women hope to have the books on shelves in time for Christmas. Joining me now to tell us more is author Ruth Campbell and illustrator Rachel Ray. How are you doing, ladies? Good morning, Sinead. How are you? I am fantastic. Now, Ruth, can I just say, you remind me, first of all, of my own mother because she's a great woman for making up stories, so much <laughs> so that my son doesn't want me to read any storybooks. He wants me to make up stories like Nana, but I'm just, Aww. I'm I'm not as good as her. I'm not as good as her. But this is where the storytelling all came about for yourself. Isn't that right?
1: That's right. Yeah. When my children were very, were very young, I started to tell them stories. And they're all in their 40s now, so I'm a bit slower about writing them down. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the, it, it, I did when the children were small, and any other kids who happened to be around. Fantastic. And then of course, when my grandchildren came along, that moved on another step, and I was telling the stories again, and and yeah, so I decided I'm going to write them down eventually.
0: This is brilliant. So this is where mm-hmm. this all kind of came from, and it's yep. it's going back really to our, our our Irish traditional culture as well of of storytelling. But can absolutely. you absolutely? But can you give us an idea of the stories you would tell? Like, would there be favourites again and again that the grandkids would ask for?
1: Well, my children used to say when I would I read them all sorts of books as well, but they'd mm. say, "Mum, tell us a Thomas story. Tell a Thomas story," because. He kind of grew out of them and mischievous things that he did and wanting to be good, but doing the wrong thing and, you know, out of enthusiasm and all that kind of stuff. So constantly getting into trouble. So Thomas sort of grew out of that. But um, last year I got a, a Facebook message from a guy who who remembered he was a friend of my children. And he actually said, I was there when you told the one about the polar bear. That was 40 years ago.
0: Oh my God! You, you, have, me, you have me intrigued now, Ruth. Tell me about the polar bear. What happens with Thomas and the polar bear? Well,
1: it, Thomas's imagination actually is what happens with him most of the time. He's um, uh, yeah, the story's quite good. It all starts off with the the teacher telling them at nature class about polar bears. And he starts to imagine and polar bears, you know, the the um, the the ice is melting and they have to swim further and further for food and all this sort of thing. And he starts to imagine, you know, what would happen if they got this far, you know.
0: Oh, very well, good. It. And it's if different. a polar bear ended up on our shores kind of thing. Exactly. And I then, then it, it came winter and there was a
1: snowstorm and he was going, wow, the polar bears has no snow and we have snow. You know, and I'm not going to tell you what
0: happened. No, no, it's leave exciting. us in suspense. And the thing about it as well is, you know, you're you're bringing climate change and environmental issues into it as well, which is fantastic. Exactly. Yes, yeah. yeah, because
1: kids always have an idea of these things. They learn them at school, and they're not they're not blind to it, really. You know what's going on in the world.
0: They aren't, and it's a great way of communicating it. Put it putting it down in the in the story. So, where did you know? Do you get the inspiration then from Ruth? Is it just because you must have an amazing imagination?
1: Well, to be quite honest with Sinead, when I start telling a story or writing a story, I have no idea where it's going.
0: Right. OK, so yeah. it's just, you just start so off just maybe with Thomas and that's once it. Once I get started, you know. OK. Yeah. Very <laughs>
1: yeah, good. Even I, I, I my, my, my daughter said to me, I told them a story one time when they were very young. And when she was in her 20s, she said to me, "Mom, remember that story about the kids who went missing? What happened in the end? And I said, I have no idea. And she said, what? <laughs> we got interrupted
0: <laughs> so it's a permanent cliffhanger for for her yes Yeah, yeah. so 20 years later she was sent to me, no, what is it? no I didn't get that far how would I know <laughs> <laughs> well this that's is the thing you then. see when you're coming up with them yourself you know trying to keep track <laughs> but you know thank God you have started to write them down and in 2018 your gorgeous book when I, we call him the wrong name and apologies for this name we call him Mr. Wiscaliwali in our house but that's uh, not his name at all it's no, Wiscockely <laughs> <Mr. Wiskokali. laughs> <laughs> Um and he is an adventure in Thorny Wood and this was that's published right, in yeah. 2018 and it was very successful locally right, yeah. it must be though a real thrilled to see your work and your stories published then
1: yeah yeah I brought it to Vivian Byrne the story I really only wanted to I'll tell you the story which is pretty bad I was talking to my grandson my second eldest grandchild one day and it was his story he asked me to draw Mr. Wiscockley for him so I was drawing this and and we were making up a little story about him. My daughter came home and she said, that's right, ma'am. Why don't you just disappoint a second generation? Oh, my goodness. And I thought, oh, my God.
0: Talk about guilt.
1: She said, do you know, when, when you die, Thomas is gone. And so is Mr. Biscockley and they're all gone, you know. And I thought, oh, I better do something. So I wrote the story of Mr. Biscockley and brought it into Vivian. But when I saw the images that she did, I just, I just thought, oh, my God, I can't just put this away in a draw again. No, yeah, they were wonderful, the
0: illustrations. Oh, they are stunning. They are absolutely stunning. And speaking about illustrations, because for this book, you have the <laughs> wonderful Rachel, oh, Rachel. Uh, and she's on the line with me. Now, Rachel, we have to bring you in on this because uh, you have, can I just say, the drawings that you've created for this series, this short story, they are just gorgeous. And I know you years, Rachel Ray, and I had no clue that you were this artistic. You're very much hiding your talents away.
2: Um, yeah, it's been a few years, Nadia. Oh, god! I used to dabble a lot in it when I was younger, like you know, doing window painting and shops and face painting and that. And sure, even drawing in my own bedroom walls. Oh, stop wonderful, <laughs> cause
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> so this started from when you were very young. You sort of felt compelled to draw and to illustrate. So you've been doing it since childhood.
2: Yeah, pretty much. It. My uncle um, Shawnee Ray, he was a local artist, and I always have like great memories of him. Looking back, Like he taught me some of my first illustrations. Like He just used to come over to the house and man would whip open the leftover Christmas cake out of the tin and he'd sit there with a cup of tea and then go off and teach us a few sketches.
0: Fantastic. So this is where it comes from. So is it challenging then, you know, when you team up with the likes of Ruth, who has the stories of Thomas and maybe Ruth has a very clear image in her mind of what Thomas looks like. Is it challenging then to bring that to life in, in your illustrations? Well,
2: it's it's oh geez, you could it could be hit or miss. We've hit or miss once or twice, through it, haven't we? <laughs> I, <don't> know, <laughs> I I would have a different Im- image to Ruth, but we had to get the old Thomas figure pre-approved by our son Adam. He's the one with the visual.
0: <laughs> okay, so the, the so the son and the family had to have an input in this as well, which is fantastic. And speaking about family, it's all family because yourself and Ruth are connected family-wise, isn't that right?
2: That's right. Yeah, my brother Keane is married to her daughter Claire, so.
0: So we're keeping it in the family. I love that. I really do. And, you know, for, for yourself, uh, Rachel, I know you have a young daughter and uh, she, what does she make of all this? Is she uh, following in her mother's footsteps with the artistic kind of talent?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Definitely. She's very, yeah, she's very creative. Like, um, she'd just sit there and watch me sketching, or she'd be like, Mammy, can I colour this in? Mammy, can I colour that in? Or there's one of the stories of what's the difference fly and a bee? And I just, Finished off doing the drawings and showing them to Root and I came back into the house because we were doing our social distance and meeting out in the front garden, you know. <laughs> very good. And, uh, she comes in, she's mum. Look, look at my picture. It's the fly and the bee, and she had them just do the side each other, and she was like, "Look, the difference."
0: Oh, that's fantastic. So you're you're passing this on to her, which is brilliant. But you know, I think there's something very therapeutic as well about colouring and, and drawing and that kind of thing. Do you find it relieves stress?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it, it just it really like because lockdowns. Like you know, it's really hard on so many people, it's just something to keep you mentally stimulated and just to keep the mind kind of going. So like, when you can kind of focus on something, you can get it lost in it. Nearly like you know, you spend a few hours next, like, you know. Jeez! Oh, I spent three hours doing
0: that. Oh God, where's me? My... I have to start the dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so she's getting lost in the work route, which is absolutely fantastic. I mean, yeah. I I've seen the images online myself. What did you make of Rachel's uh, depictions of Thomas and Granny and all the rest of it? They're just they're very vivid, very colourful, aren't they? Right, they they are just they're just great. I couldn't believe it because, like yourself,
1: I didn't know Rachel had this talent until um, Vivian was busy, and I, I said to Claire, "I wonder where." Would... Get somebody through a few drawings. She said, "Try Rachel." I said, yes. "Really?" You know. By the way, um, Rachel's brother is the father of John. And my daughter, Claire, the, whose idea was Mr. Wiscockley. So ah, I'll so there you go. The so it's all, all connecting.
0: Kind of... <laughs> yeah. I love really this. That's, that's fantastic. So tell <laughs> yeah. me then, this is, as we said, you know, at the start, this is very much a work in progress. You're still very busy with yeah. this. Uh, so it's yeah. going to be, it's lots of different short stories around Thomas. Isn't that that's the main correct. focus? Yes,
1: yes. And really, the the um, the the poems—only a couple of those—are about the ones we put up on YouTube. They were a kind of a different thing altogether. Um, this will be coming out, and I've been talking to Beulah Print, and they printed out Mister Wiscockley for me did a great job. I was so easy to work with. So I've been talking to Michael, our Mike up there, and yeah, uh, you know, we haven't quite decided on the format. It might be a series of small books or oh, one lovely. book with them all in. We're not quite sure which we're going to do, but we're getting it already. Um with the with the stories and the illustrations and then we would bring it in decide which way.
0: Yes, too. yes. Uh, either I, I like the sound of the series. I have to say, but you know, you were talking about there about different characters that come to you, and I know Mister Wiscockley was uh, very much the concoction of one of your uh, ch- one of the children in your family. But tell yeah. me as well, because you've got another uh, concoction from the minds of children from the northeast here as well. Uh, tell me about Princess Anisha Shimmer Diamond, who oh I'm just dying goodness. to. N-
1: uh, you've certainly been doing your research, Nashnead. I have. Uh, <laughs> just just before COVID started. Um, I went, I think it was World Book Day or something. And Bally McKenney Girls School, uh, primary school, We myself and Viv went there for a chat and we got the junior infants and senior infants classes. One of the children asked me where did I, how did I make Mr. Wiscockley? Mm. And I was saying, you know, it's from your imagination. It's uh, totally imaginary. And she kept on about how did you make him? And I said, well, let's the class, or at least Viv said, to be honest, the class. Why didn't you all make a creature yourselves? So they called out this creature with a, a unicorn horn and five legs and a tail and three eyes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And Viv was sketching this creature, and then I said, "What's what's this thing's name?" So they said, "Anita." Princess Anita said somebody else and then somebody else came up with Shimmer Diamond so I went home smiling to myself at this very peculiar creature called Princess Anita Shimmer Diamond <laughs> and I couldn't resist writing a little story about it and sending it back to them before the, before the term ended Oh so I, I only love that I put that up uh, on the YouTube thing yesterday I just got it up in time for the end of the, the end, end of
0: school yeah. oh that yeah. is a wonderful way to send them off as well into the world yeah. but you know yeah, I, I right. think Rachel I think Rachel we need to convince Ruth to create a series of uh, you know Princess Anita Shimmer Diamond yeah. I think she could have her own series what do you think?
2: I think it's, it's definitely a game changer like you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> girls all over the world will love this I'm, I'm absolutely confident of that listen ladies it's been fantastic having you on the show thank you so My so no much too for too. joining Thanks me and the best of luck nice. with this book when it comes out See you soon, Rachel. And thanks very much, Nate. See you, Nate. Thanks a million, guys. Bye, 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 bye. Ah, wonderful chatting there. Ruth and Rachel Ray, the books about, uh, or the stories about Thomas, we'll watch this space. I'm hoping, and the girls are hoping, that they will be in shops by Christmas time. And don't worry, we will absolutely notify you about that. Uh, In the meantime, by the way, you can check out Ruth Campbell on YouTube. She's got some fantastic stuff up there for kids. If there's bored children over the summer, that's the place to go.